from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, October 13th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. The Ohio State University will pay $5.8 million to settle lawsuits by another 23 men who allege sexual misconduct by the late university physician Richard Strauss. The Columbus Dispatch reports the university announced the settlement this afternoon. As part of the agreement, participating plaintiffs will dismiss their claims against the university. The news follows an earlier settlement first announced in March in which the university agreed to pay $40.9 million into a fund for 162 plaintiffs from 12 lawsuits. Investigators concluded last year that Strauss sexually abused at least 177 students over the course of 20 years and that university personnel repeatedly failed to act. Ohio has lost more than 5,000 lives to the coronavirus. According to the dispatch, there were six new deaths reported yesterday, pushing the state past the grim milestone. The 5,005 Ohio deaths so far now make COVID-19 at least the seventh leading cause of death in the state, following heart disease, cancer, accidents, lung disease, stroke, and Alzheimer's disease. Johns Hopkins University reports show Ohio ranks 13th in the country in total COVID-19 deaths. Members of a teachers' union in central Ohio say they were unable to reach an agreement with the school district over safety concerns related to COVID-19, so they're going on strike. More from Tino Ramos. These teachers have walked off the job. That, according to the union, representing over 500 staff and teachers of the Gahanna Jefferson School District. Those negotiations broke down last night. They broke down on a contract that expired back in June, and now the school district is in kind of a scramble mode to move to a modified version of a plan to help educate the students. Even making this really difficult decision to be away from our students, that's not what we want to do, but we feel like it's what's necessary to fight for those things that we've been talking about, that safety, that equity, that success in the classroom. Now, these negotiations, they went on well into the night. They actually used a federal mediator after teachers expressed concern for several issues, including their safety in school during this pandemic. I'm Tino Ramos. The Gahanna Jefferson School District issued a statement saying in part, quote, We are deeply disappointed as our district leaders have presented multiple options for compromise that would assure continuity of learning and create an equitable learning environment for all students, end quote. The district previously tried to block the strike through the court system, but was rejected. The Democratic nominee for president made two stops in Ohio yesterday. Tracy Townsend reports. The former vice president gave a drive-in style speech at a United Auto Workers Union Hall in Toledo. He talked about building back the economy for working families. The other expression my dad would have, he said, when you see the abuse of power, there's only one way to respond to it, and that's with power. And the only power we have to take on corporate America is union power. That's the only power. Biden also criticized the president's COVID-19 response. The president was recorded admitting to downplaying the pandemic. I'm Tracy Townsend. Biden also made another campaign stop in Cincinnati later in the day. It appears the Buckeye State is still in play in the race for the White House. Lacey Crisp has more on Republican Vice President Mike Pence's visit to Columbus yesterday. Most of the polls have the presidential race neck and neck here in Ohio, and that's why Vice President Pence said he was so happy to be back in the Buckeye State. He talked about tax cuts and job growth before the pandemic and says jobs here in Ohio are already starting to come back. The vice president thanked all who served the country, and he invited members of the Fraternal Order of Police to be his guests at the 
rally. The national FOP have endorsed Trump for president. There were a handful of people who yelled out in opposition to Vice President Pence, and they were removed. In Columbus, Lacey Crisp. Bowling Green State University in Northwest Ohio is offering flexible grading as the pandemic continues. Kaylee Kirby has more. Students can choose to be scored on a traditional grading scale, A through F, for any of their courses, or they can opt into a pass-fail option. Vice Provost for Academic Affairs Glenn Davis says this initiative was actually an idea that came from students. Uh, they produced a resolution for flexible grading, and in collaboration with the faculty and with the administration, we were able to get that. That resolution was passed uh, this past Friday. Davis says for most classes, students have until the middle of November to switch. Kaylee Kirby, WTOL. The Ohio State football team has another week of practice to prepare for their opener against Nebraska. Yolanda Harris says their focus is twofold. Right now, the focus is all about making sure the players and staff keep COVID-19 out of the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. The team tests 170 people every day to see if anyone tests positive, because if anyone does, they'll have to quarantine for 21 days and they would miss the season opener. We spent a lot of time talking about it, uh, which is a little bit of a concern. Typically, you wouldn't be talking about something like this. You'd be talking about other things. And so a lot of tension have gone, has gone to the virus and to the test and, you know, making sure that we're healthy that way. And so we have to balance that along with, you know, focusing on getting ready to play and all the things that, you know, make you successful and help you win games. I'm Yolanda Harris. The Big Ten announced yesterday that game against Nebraska will kick off at noon Saturday after next. They also announced the game between Michigan and Ohio State will be played at high noon on December 12th. Cincinnati is mourning the loss of a baseball legend. Owen and Steve Vaughn has more. Hall of Fame second baseman Joe Morgan died Sunday at the age of 77. He was a member of the Big Red Machine, which is considered one of the greatest teams in baseball history. One of the things I missed in my career, I didn't miss much. I was fortunate enough to play here with all these great players and, and play in World Series, etc. I didn't. I never got a chance to play an All-Star game in the city that I was playing in. Morgan was the National League most valuable player in 1975 and 76. The two years the Reds won the World Series. Morgan was also a longtime broadcaster on ESPN and owned a car dealership in Butler County. Steve Vaughn, ONN. And the race is on to find a vaccine, but at least for one company, it's paused for now. Angela Ann explains. Johnson & Johnson halted its vaccine trial, saying one of its volunteers developed an unexplained illness. Right now, J&J does not know if that illness is related to the vaccine, but there was another trial from AstraZeneca that was paused in early September after someone in that trial developed a neurological condition. I'm Angela Ann. Special thanks to our affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.